We, I, determined that Zion is the best player on the Pelicans, though it is close with Brandon Ingram. So, how does he rank against the top players on each team across the NBA? We're going to look at all 30 and where Zion ranks in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go! are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Monday, kicking off Another week where we talk some Pelicans. And note, Locked on Pelicans is just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right now for the month of August. We'll probably jump back to five days a week at the end of all of this. But of course, still, thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're still here talking about everything you want to know about this team. We're going to get into a lot of preseason stuff before you know it. We're less than 60 days away now, I think, from actual Pelicans preseason basketball. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Everyone's excited about this team. Talk to some people this weekend who are excited about the team. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts available on YouTube right here as well. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcasts. You can do it on Spotify as well. Number one thing you can do to help keep the show free in five days a week for y'all Comment on YouTube. Comment down below. Tell me, because we are going to tier out the NBA. I got five tiers for 30 of the best players in the league. Which tier is Zion in? Tell me if I'm right, if I'm wrong, if you would do things differently, or if you want to tier out all the players yourself. It's the offseason. It's time to kind of discuss all of this stuff. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So we determined that Zion, or I said Zion, was the best player on the team. I know some of y'all think Ingram, and that's okay too. I think they're really close, and it's frankly a wonderful problem to have if you're a Pelicans fan, if you're just the Pelicans in general. So how do they compare to the rest of the league? I think that's kind of interesting to look at. So before we tear guys out one through five, let me run through who I think is the best player on each team. I literally made a spreadsheet for this. I'm not going to show it on the screen here because you don't need to see my crappy handiwork here. But let me run through. The Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young, Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum, Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant for now. Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball, the Chicago Bulls, and this one was kind of tough. I went with Zach Levine, but you could easily, easily make the case for DeMar DeRozan, given the season he had last year. Cleveland Cavaliers, Darius Garland, Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic, Denver Nuggets, uh, Nikola Jokic, the Pistons, Cade Cunningham, Warriors, Steph Curry, Rockets, Jalen Green, Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton, I guess, Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, the Lakers, LeBron James, though if you think he's in line for a big drop-off this coming year, could be Anthony Davis, but I don't think we're going to put ever pick Anthony Davis for something like that. The Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant. The Heat, Jimmy Butler. The Bucks, Giannis. The Timberwolves are an interesting one. I went with Cat Carl Anthony Towns, but I think you could easily make the claim for Anthony Edwards, who seems to have arrived this past season. The Pelicans, we got Garrett Temple. The Knicks, R.J. Barrett. It's, it's crazy that the Knicks, you go with R.J. Barrett when two years ago, 
Julius Randle was third team all NBA and that's how big his drop off last year was to the point that they probably should have traded him and fired Tibbs. But my God, dude was third team all NBA and now isn't probably the best player on his own team. That's how disastrous of a year it was for the Knicks last season. For the Thunder, it's Shea Gilgis Alexander. The Magic, I went Paolo Bancaro, maybe Franz Wagner, but I I think the upside for Bancaro is great. I think he's going to get an opportunity to really succeed on that team or at least get the ball and score a ton of points. So I think it'll probably be him being their best player next season. Philly, Joel Embiid, the Suns, Devin Booker, the Blazers, Damian Lillard. What about the Sacramento Kings? I went with Demonis Sabonis, but you could make the claim for De'Aaron Fox, just he hasn't done much of anything. Not that Sabonis truly has, but when I get into the tiers, I'll kind of explain you know, why I also have Sabonis low here. The Spurs? Remember when we looked at the division? What, last week, week before that? Looked at the division. It was like, the Spurs are bad. Their best player is Keldon Johnson. And I don't really, truly want to insult Keldon Johnson here, but he is the best player on that team, and this is a guy who averaged 17 points and six rebounds last year. Shot almost 40% from three. It's just, oh my goodness, is that just like not, if he's your best player, I don't know what it really says about your team and what you're trying to do, which is, you know, not win games and tank to try and get the number one overall pick. The Toronto Raptors, I picked Pascal Siakam for the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell for now. And then the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal. And that's not in order. That's just alphabetical by city that the teams are in. Let me know if you disagree with any of those. Comments down below. I was joking about Garrett Temple, by the way. It's very clearly Zion Williamson or would have been um, Brandon Ingram. So let me get into the top tier. This is tier one, and I kind of look at these guys as just like bona fide superstars, right? Like they're going to be in the MVP conversation almost every single year. And it starts with Giannis, Jokic, Curry, Durant. I think Luka Doncic is there, though he's the one guy I think you could leave out of this. But given what he does out on the court, triple doubles, all that, I think you've got to kind of put him in. Um, especially now that he looks in shape. And maybe he's going to be primed for an even bigger year. And then I have Joel Embiid. So six guys as the top tier in the NBA. Again, I think you could take Luka out of that and I would be okay with that. I don't really think there's anyone else that you could really put in there. You know, maybe Kawhi Leonard, but I worry about some of the injury history, things like that. That kind of knocks him down a peg in my tears here. But I think it's those guys. Giannis, Jokic, right? You know, the the last two MVPs in the league, clearly. Steph is Steph. We've never seen a player like him. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. We don't need to get into this. We don't need to get into this. But let's just say when he is healthy, he in kind of doing his thing, right? Everything he gives, he's like a top five player, top 10 guy, you know, top 20 guy all time, potentially. That's how good he is, how great he is. Then you've got Luka Doncic again, the one guy that I think could not be in there. And then Joel Embiid, you know, Embiid's an interesting one too. You know, his lack of playoff success and the way they've kind of flamed out a little bit has made me wonder if he should be in this, but he's been in the MVP conversation. He's been in Defensive Player of the Year conversations. He's that good. I put him in that tier too. So that's the people who I think are in tier one, the top guys. I did not mention Zion in there. As much as I want to be a homer and say, yeah, he's in there, I, I can't do it. I can't put him with those names yet. 
but there is a chance that he could jump into that. So what does that mean about where I placed him? And I have five tiers total. Well, let's look at that because he's going to be coming up very soon here in the next segment in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. If you haven't tried the Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of something that is just truly awesome. They're light, they're fluffy, they're airy, and most importantly, they taste delicious. And now... They got delish, a new delicious flavor, the cookie dough puff bar covered in 100% real chocolate with cookie dough chunks like out of the ice cream on there, except it's healthy for you, right? It's all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it and all of the bad things it's going to do to your body. It's healthy. It's that simple. And it's only got 160 calories and a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So go to Built.com right now, snag a box today, or get any of the puff bars. If I were tearing out Built Bar flavors right now... All of the puff bars would be at the top. S'mores is actually probably number one for me. I love that one. I ordered two boxes of it. I'm going to probably order more, and that's going to be my go-to. The S'mores puff bars, unbelievable. Tier one, right there, along with the coconut brownie chunk in the bar form. So they are delicious. They're good for you. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of additional health benefits. So eat something that tastes good and is good for you. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. And thank you for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday, Wednesday, Friday with live shows. Thursday, 6 p.m. Central. We'll be there again. Hopefully my internet will keep my, uh, will, will be running a little bit better and stop me from freezing and I want I need to wait till that gets sorted out because we're going to be bringing y'all on the show too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Join us for the live shows. I answer your questions. Hang out with all y'all. It's a great time. We do those every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central counts as the Friday show. So we're Monday, Wednesday, kind of Thursday night, but really Friday during the off season right now. But we've still got tons to talk about. Tons to talk about, including where Zion ranks in these tiers. So again, make sure Locked On Pelicans is your first listen today and every day. So we went over tier one, right? Giannis, Jokic, Curry, Durant, Luka, Embiid. I think those are clearly the number one guys kind of in the NBA. Tier two gets a little bit interesting, though. And again, I have five tiers total. I think LeBron is in that tier. He's still there till he kind of really, really falls off. And these are guys that if things go well, you're looking at them making an all NBA team, right? Being in that MVP conversation if the team is really, really good. I think these are the type of guys that kind of have that ability to do it. LeBron, if the Lakers are good, is going to be in the MVP conversation making first or second team all NBA. Jason Tatum with the Boston Celtics, same thing, right? Like he's a, a, a real good player, another real good playoff run away from probably getting close to tier one. He wins a title, he's in tier one, I think. But he's easily the best player on the Boston Celtics. The two-way ability he has is absolutely fantastic as well. He's in there. Kawhi Leonard, too, the two-way ability, right? We know what he's capable of. Won a title with the Toronto Raptors. He's won it with the San Antonio Spurs as well. The injuries have kind of derailed him with the Clippers so far. But if they get that kind of figured out and he kind of rises to the level that we all know he's capable of, you know, he could easily jump up a, a little bit, right? Same for Devin Booker, best player on the Suns. I think that's kind of a big thing. That team's been really, really good the past couple of seasons. He helped get them to the NBA Finals. Another deep playoff run really kind of cements him in this category and potentially could vault him up as well. After that, I've got Jimmy Butler, who 
I don't know, just kind of given everything he does, I, I can't really drop him into tier three with some of the other names there because, look, he's got the finals run. He's got the big time shots. He's got a lot of the postseason success. Two-way ability as well. I can't put him in tier one. You know, I, I don't love him in this tier, but I feel this is probably where he belongs. I've also got John Moran in this tier, more based on kind of potential than anything else. You know, he's really exploded the past two seasons. He's kind of... Further behind a guy like Jason Tatum, but he's kind of on that same sort of trajectory, I think. And then as my final one in this category, actually, yeah, Zion Williamson. I think he's in this, right? When you look at some of the other names, he's better player than them when in tier three, especially tier four and five, he's a better player than them because of the historic things he's done, right? 27 and a half points per game, near five assists per when the point Zion thing was going on, 71%, 70% at the rim, putting up double doubles, you know, things like that, that no one else can do in the league, right? The court gravity he has bends the defense there. The, he's the focal point. When you kind of max out what he's doing offensively, it's so special. It's so special. And he's coming in this season motivated, to win that Rose Rule deal, right? This team's had some postseason success now, winning two games off the Phoenix Suns, or at least a taste of the postseason. They want to go further. If this is a top four team in the West, do you think Zion's not going to be in the running for all NBA? He'll be getting, you know, that he'll be a dark horse, they'll say. MVP candidate. He's absolutely in this, right? In tier three, let's get into those guys, right? I have Zach Levine. I have Trey Young. Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, and Carl Anthony Towns. You know, when they're at their best, I'm taking Zion out of uh, over all of those guys, I think, right? Levine, you could make the case that it's DeMar DeRozan is the best player on the Chicago Bulls right now. Trey Young doesn't play defense, and they had to bring in Deontay Murray to kind of get that running mate with him because as much as I love Trey Young and I really do like him, he needed someone else, right? They were a disaster last year and very, very disappointing. Donovan Mitchell doesn't play defense. He's the scorer, right? He can give you that. He's had some big-time shots in the postseason, too. I like that from him. But the lack of two-way ability isn't great. And those are the type of guys that can sometimes struggle in the postseason. You know, Lillard is Lillard, a killer, certainly. But has he had great postseason success, been able to kind of will a team further? No. And then when Zion's on again... No one is really on Zion's level when he's healthy, when he's doing everything, right? That's the big question mark around him. But you and I know where he's at right now and what he's going to look like next season. And so while other people might have questions about him, I don't think we really do because we're covering him on a daily basis here because I've seen him in a lot of the practices that he had around the facility and around his camps that he was running and the motivation factor that we all know, again, I put Zion over Lillard, and Lillard, though Zion doesn't have any postseason success whatsoever, he's definitely set up to have more than Damian Lillard is this coming year, or maybe than Lillard's ever had in one postseason run. And then, of course, Carl Anthony Towns, right? They finally got into the playoffs. He was great. But Anthony Edwards, maybe, maybe is the best player on that team, has a higher ceiling than Carl Anthony Towns does. I'm not going to say that for sure, I'm giving Towns the benefit of the doubt here, but yeah, give me Zion over him for sure. So I put Zion in tier two with LeBron, Tatum, Kawhi, Booker, Butler, and Morant, and just ahead, not by a ton, Zach Levine, uh, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, and Carl Anthony Towns. So those are the top three tiers that I have. And look, 
it starts to drop off after that to a certain degree. You have this kind of, I have this weird tier four and then tier five where I'm just kind of doing the shrug emoji. So let's look at those guys here. It's also going to make you kind of feel how much better set up the Pelicans are than some other teams as well. So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. We are not Monday through Friday right now. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday with a live show Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central. Please join. Those are a lot of fun. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. And of course, comment down below on YouTube. Am I getting the tiers wrong? Do you think Zion should be in tier one? Should he be in tier three? Do I have him right in tier two? Do you have different players in tier two? Do you have different players of the best player on their team? I ran through the list in the first segment. Let me know in the comments on YouTube. I'm curious what y'all think as well. So tier four. This tier is like the young guys who look good and I feel are going to turn into good players. Like these are guys that are going to be like borderline all-stars going forward, if not better than that, right? Like that's kind of their floor. And then I have two weird ones in this one because I don't know where else to put these guys. So tier four, the young guys, right? LaMelo Ball, Darius Garland, Cade Cunningham, um, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and R.J. Barrett probably because Barrett had a very, very good past two seasons, I think. And then I also have Bradley Beal and Pascal Siakam. So right, the young guys make sense being in tier four, right? There's a lot of upside there. If they play well this year, maybe one or two of them is going to end up as an all-star. And now they're a first-year all-star. And they're like third year in the league, more or less. Second year in the league. That's kind of a common thing that you see. And you feel good about those guys going forward. Their teams aren't set up to have tons of team success. So it's going to hold them back. But they'll get numbers on bad but improving teams. And then you have Siakam and Beal, and I hope Sean Woodley, the Locked On Raptors host, is not listening to this because he's going to let me hear it because he fully believes that Siakam is probably a tier higher than this and maybe two tiers higher than this. I just don't know if you can build around him. Like, you know, you can and you can get far enough, but are you going to win a title with Pascal Siakam as your best player? And I'm not sure. And I might be rating him a little too low here. Maybe you could make the claim that he should be in tier three. The more I say it out loud, the, I feel he should be there. But I worry a little bit about his overall ceiling. That's my concern with him. And then there's Bradley Beal, right? Just on a Wizards team that's really not going to end up going anywhere. He's dipped a little bit. There's been some injury stuff. And, you know, with that Wizards team, what, what postseason success is Beal ever going to have there? So as long as he's on that team now, I just don't really, I can't put him higher. And that's not like a knock on him. If he wants to just be there and be happy, that's great, right? He's a borderline all-NBA guard. I don't know. I just, this is probably more indicative of the Wizards than it is Bradley Beal, but I don't feel comfortable putting him with Levine, uh, Trey Young, Mitchell Lillard, and even Carl Anthony Towns, who've all had some more postseason success recently than Bradley Beal has. And then Tier 5. And honestly, I could almost make a tier six with like one guy in this one. I have Jalen Green because I don't think he's on the level of guys like LaMelo Ball, Darius Garland, Kid Cunningham, and some of the others just yet. He could get there, but he started to come on strong at the end of last year. I'm going to need to see it for more of the season than the way he played. You know, I like Tyrese Halliburton. Would have loved if the Pelicans were able to get him. Didn't end up happening, but, you know, he is there on a bad team. He's good, but... 
Can you build around him? Is he a centerpiece? I'm really, really not sure. Paolo Bancaro, I just can't put a rookie in higher tiers just yet and kind of put him with established NBA guys, though I fully expect he's going to run away with rookie of the year this season. I've got Damanis Sabonis in this one. I don't really know where to put him. Again, can you build around him? He's a good young guy. He's a former all-star making it one year. But is he going to lead you to tons of success? Not really sure. Again, you could have made me made the claim that De'Aaron Fox should have been over him. But kind of given some of his pedigree and what they traded for him, I feel confident putting some bonus in there. But they're just kind of guys that are like, yeah, you're you're good, but so what? Like, does it matter right now? And I don't know if it really does. And then I got Keldon Johnson. He could be in tier six by himself. You know, I'm not ranking these guys in all of these tiers. None of them are in order of players. Um, but Johnson's at the bottom of this one. Of all the, you know, 30 best players on each team, he's definitely at the bottom, I think. So there you go. Tier one, Giannis, Jokic, Curry, Durant, Luka, Embiid. Luka can maybe drop. Tier two, LeBron, Tatum, Kawhi, Zion, Booker, Butler, Morant. Tier three, Levine, Trey Young, Mitchell, Lillard, Carl Anthony Towns. Tier four, the young guys, LaMelo Ball, Darius Garland, Cade, Cunningham, Pascal Siakam, Bradley Beal, SGA, and RJ Barrett. And then tier five, the kind of blah tier, Jalen Green, Tyrese Halliburton, Bancaro, Sabonis, and Keldon Johnson. Do you agree or disagree? Whether with the player I picked for each team or the tier that I put them in. Let me know in the comments down below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. I think Zion's in a great spot here. You could easily sub Zion out for Brandon Ingram. And I would feel just fine with that. And I would keep him in that tier too. Kind of guys that could really get into the conversation of being like a lock for an all-NBA team. I do think Zion is or, um, Ingram is good enough. And we're going to see some great basketball from him. And he's been severely, severely underrated these past two seasons. So again, tell me where you agree, where you disagree in the comments down below. And that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'm back with y'all on Wednesday.